0: Is your pack too heavy, guys? you guys sick of carrying around that extra weight? Well, now there's something invented that has changed and revolutionized the backpacking world. Invented by Carl when he was on the outhouse bathroom. It's called regurgimil. And if you want to just lighten that backpack, all you need to do is eat as much food as you possibly can out of your pack, hold on to it in your belly, and then use the special regurgitation tool to throw it back up and seal it in airtight containers and just eat it later. It has a special warranty. Check it out, regurgmeal.com.
1: What's going on,
0: everybody? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who will take out the soles of his insert shoes after miles on the trail and use them as a head pillow cushion to sleep on, smell and all. Mm. Carl Mandrioli, what's up, buddy?
1: That's that's actually not a bad idea. I like that. Yeah, yeah. if you stack them, like if you stacked them on top yeah. of each other. Yeah, you know what I don't like is regurgia meal. That's disgusting. You find well, new it, ways to, to be disgusting. So congratulations. On that. meal. Just trying to think of any way to lighten that pack. You know. What I mean? <laughs> With me today is Derek Somerville, a man who thinks the best way to use debate. In life is to catch de fish. <laughs> think about oh, that's it. That's just that's think horrible. That's it. horrible. <laughs> but par for the course. At least that's it relates. I don't think regurgitation relates to anything we're talking about today. So it's
0: it's a it's an advertisement. It doesn't have to relate. I mean, okay. do commercials <laughs> relate to your TV show all the time? I
1: try to relate mine. Is all I'm trying to say.
0: When you're watching, you know, your legal shows, and then the My Little Pony pops up, <laughs> does that? commercial relate probably not <laughs> watching west wing
1: shows. i've got a lineup of legal shows that i sit there and watch <laughs> oh my gosh look west wing and my little pony don't line up just yeah. just FYI okay anyway this is our first i know we, we we kind of banter about stuff and what um we have we have built-in debate to some of our conversations that's that's not always intended or expected i mean i guess it's expected mm. now but it's not always planned i, I should say but right. this is a planned debate and yes. I will say that I I did a lot of prep in terms of coming up with the topics for this, but I didn't do a lot of prep in terms of, like, you know, trying to out-duel you. How about you? Are
0: you... You just feel like you're going to be right anyway all the time, or you, you, I mean,
1: well, as I mentioned hopefully. a couple episodes ago, I, I feel like there's going to be at least one topic on this list where I I may not have to say anything. I'll just be like Derek, keep talking, and I <laughs> and I'll win. Oh <laughs> uh, wow, wow. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, there's 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 really yeah. there's one on here. We have a list of five, and there's one yeah. on here that I'm actually like pretty fired up about. So I'm, I'm hoping to at least win that one.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. maybe I'll, you know, maybe you'll get a point. Are we keeping <laughs> points? What are we doing?
1: Okay. So, what we're going to do is we are bringing in a man who we both agree is blessed with wisdom, somebody who can moderate. An Eagle Scout. He's an Eagle Scout. He's an Eagle Scout. That, that does not related to w- wisdom, though. It really is. but um, It relates to experience, I suppose. But, um, yeah. And he's going to moderate. I don't think he's, he might be biased on some of these. If so, I don't know which side he would be on. And Mm -hmm. he, but he'll, you know, he'll, he'll be, he'll be fair. He'll be strict, but fair and determine the winner.
0: Are you going to use this as a gauge to see where his friendship loyalties lie? One side or the other, me or you?
1: No, is I, this do? is more of a gauge to see if we can have him on the show in the future, if he can hold it together, because mm. even though he's mm. been blessed with wisdom, we've had him on the show a few times, and he, by himself, has taken the show off the rails a couple times. So, Wow. Yeah. Wow. Would you would you agree with that, or no?
0: He he has his opinions, you know, he's con- his it's convictions. It's not about opinions, it's about, it's about, uh, I it's think about going down some a of... rabbit
1: hole that shouldn't well, be that's... traveled down. <laughs> well, no, that's what I'm trying to say. So okay, so so we got that, and so we got five different topics, five different trail controversies, if you will, and mm-hmm. then um, I actually have another piece of gear that I'm gonna review afterwards. Mm-hmm. That uh, yeah, pretty impressive, my friend. Do you do you just want to have a gear review podcast now? Is that is I kind of well, the people? yeah. You know, if I can get my hands on more and more gear, then who wouldn't <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are not a gear review podcast we are not
1: though. this is not yeah our episode is not about this but definitely want to include this in our episode because um yeah i, I think when we you know when we come across good pieces of gear we got to share that right that's
0: true yeah you, does that mean you're going to review like
1: drink mix that you've dropped on the trail like which one biodegrades faster no or i longer? did review drink mix we talked about that we we earlier this season we talked about tailwind so <laughs> all right that's fair that's fair thanks for listening yeah no, the, well, the last one wasn't, that was, last one was your idea, was the Scrubba. Like, you were the one that started that thing. That wasn't not That was me. my baby, yeah. Yeah. I I was impressed with your review, actually. Okay. And uh, I don't take that lightly. Well, I'm initiating this gear review, so so if think of it this way, we're, we're tied now, in, you know, in the last month or so.
0: I mean, if you want to keep score, that's fine. That's fine. That's, uh, okay, yeah.
1: well, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, so, okay, so we got that coming up. So, I think Knowlton just joined us. Knowlton, you there?
2: I am here, Carl, and it is awesome to be with you guys. Thanks for having me we,
1: on. It's our pleasure, man. I, I don't know if you heard, but I, I was sharing that um, you're the guy that people go to when they're in search of wisdom, and so that's why we chose you to to moderate this debate. Um, before we get started, if, if I said, like, Derek is the guy to go to for... How'd you, how'd you finish that sentence?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Loaded question.
2: Well, Derek is definitely the guy to go for, like pajama bottoms he needs you know if you need a good set of pajama bottoms and uh <laughs> if you just need a hug you know
0: true he's a great
2: friend true oh my gosh
1: Derek how would you want what? somebody to answer that question so, that's a perfect okay.
0: answer I mean who doesn't want pajama that's, bottoms <laughs> that's all you have to offer yeah, are, are pajama bottoms and hugs <laughs> that's just the top of the top okay. of the list tip of the okay. iceberg well then was what's down below it's a big list
1: well you gotta get to know me to find that out okay oh. <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> digging too deep there all right um, all right, Nelson. so so you're in charge of the debate. What are the, what are the sorry, what are the formats? What are, <laughs> Say that again. What, what is the format?
2: All right, you guys, so here's <laughs> the format. I am going to give you a series of five questions, and you're going to take turns as to who goes first, and uh, we're going to start with Derek, and then you're mm, going to have okay. uh, two to three points that you're going to make to try to argue your, yep. your case, okay. and then the opposite side is going to have a chance for a rebuttal, and then the person that went first is gonna have the final statement, and I will be the sole arbiter of what okay. happens okay. after that, who wow. won the debate.
1: Okay, let me ask a question for Derek. He might be too embarrassed to ask. What does the word arbiter mean? Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna be the
2: person <laughs> that will, will determine what, uh, what, which answer was sufficiently convincing to make me change my perspective. Well, who knows? I might already have this, but who gave the best argument on this one? So I will be the judge. All right, he's already implying
1: bias, and that and that's that's. I'm going to be that's as fine, objective but. as possible.
0: I sense intimidation and insecurity on Carl's end, but uh, we'll move forward and uh, see how we go. Definitely
1: not intimidation, possibly insecurity. De- definitely. <laughs> when he starts insulting, that's uh, he's he's nervous. That's when you know he's nervous. <laughs> if I ever start yelling, I don't know anymore. Then you know that I'm having a meltdown. <laughs> if you hear and things uh, <laughs> smashing into his uh, wall, then we. Know.
2: All right, first question, what you got? All right, so prepare yourself, gentlemen. The first question is as follows. Are locator beacons important backcountry devices for most backpackers? Mm. Ooh,
0: ooh, here we go. You ready for that? Um, I have never used a personal locator beacon. However, um, I feel after some discussion um, with... With, I think, Carl, we, we talked about it a little bit and um, and hearing about it and uh, researching it. I feel like it is one of those things that every backpacker, seasoned and novice should consider adding to the repertoire uh, because okay. you're talking about something that... It, I mean, what do we always say? Safety first. This is like the ultimate safety device that... If you're lost, if you get injured, if you're by yourself, there's a GPS uh, anywhere in the world located, you know, it just, people know where you are Uh, or, you know, and um, you can get probably saved faster. SAR might know where to go. Carl, you know about that. I just think it's, it's just taking an extra precaution uh, to be safe out there in the, you're in the wild. I mean, it's pretty um, Mm self-explanatory from my point. So... Um, if you wanna start ripping that
1: apart, uh go ahead. Now's the time. So you're a yes on that. Are locator beacons important back to devices for most backpackers? I think that I would say for some backpackers, but not necessarily for most. I think most backpackers are pretty self-sufficient, pretty adequate with with navigation, pretty safe. And if it gives you peace of mind, great. But I think that most people want to get away from civilization without a leash attached to civilization, without people, you know, that literally can follow their every move and know exactly where they are. Is it okay for some? Absolutely. But I think that, for me, it takes some of the adventure out of the adventure. So, I'm a no on that one.
0: I see your point.
1: And part of me agrees with you.
0: Part of me agrees with getting away and disconnecting. I mean, I'm going (laughs) to agree with that. However, however... uh, there, you know, when you're saying most and some, and you're you're being very vague about what most and some is, it's hard to know exactly what that is because it's so subjective. However, there is, I believe, on the locator beacon, this thing called a power button, where if you if you wanted to disconnect for an afternoon or or whatever, that you could just you know you could turn it off if you have to do that. If you're one of those people that needs to have some. Time where you're just not connected to technology at all But if you need it, you can always turn it on and be located if you if you're like in an emergency or something Maybe you have it like in a quick pocket. You can grab it and turn it on and be located But other than that maybe turn it off.
2: Yeah Well the convincing statement with that was I think how the question really was phrased that the locator beacons The question is about if they're important backcountry devices for most backpackers and because of the way that this the the sentence was phrase, and I think you guys are probably in pretty much the same boat. you were talking about how it's something that people could consider and how it can be very helpful and useful. but I think I have to give this one to Carl because I think most wow. backpackers, especially wow. if they're going to consider turning off this device, it's not the most important thing. Um, so I think I think I agree with you guys in you know 90%. It's just a matter of of how many people need this. Does every there most people going to need exactly. this? And I think um I think you guys made kind of both made an argument for that they're not important for everybody or for most, but they can be helpful.
3: No,
1: no, 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 no. I'm going to I'm going to interrupt you right there. I appreciate your your thoughtfulness, but we're not going to play the like everybody gets a trophy kind of thing like you can just say, you know what? Like one person won, one person didn't, and too bad for the other person.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I, I mean, clearly disagree, but
2: Derek okay. kind of like made an argument kind of for your side. I mean, you even had to clarify, wait, you you so you're a yes for this one. But I'm yeah. going to I'm going to read the questions twice because Derek, you were like arguing for Carl. You totally lost that though.
1: I I will say that Derek's that Derek's point at the end about the button thing like I thought might have uh, pushed him over the edge with that one, but um, I'll take it.
2: That's like Luke turning off his targeting computer. I mean,
0: I
1: mean,
2: what's most in some though? Yeah. It's so well, vague. you know
1: what? Go. If you have a problem with you can de- you, that's the part of the debate is you can kind of shift it any way you want. That's th- these are debate style questions, and too bad.
0: All right, Oh for 1, one, O for one.
2: All right, question number two: Should bear canisters be
1: required anywhere? Anywhere? Okay. I think the temptation is to say yes in the zones where they're most likely to take your food, but I'm going to be a no on this one. I'm going to be a firm no, and I think that we should just recycle our bear canisters Mm. and get rid of them and Mm -hmm. maybe have like a little dance party around them because after going to a lot of different national parks and different areas, Mm -hmm. I think the solution is to have preset backcountry campgrounds where we, we talked with ranger rick about how it's horrible to have like you know bear boxes built in because people just like leave junk in there so i think my new solution is to put the bear wire up because the bears can't get the food that you're hanging on the wire and to yeah to basically just hang your food there and just have wire set up in these backcountry campgrounds, thereby rendering the bear canister needless and useless, and we don't have to mm. carry that mm. silly thing anymore.
0: That, that uh, seems so well packaged, uh, safe, and uh, succinct, so congrats, but I would say, yeah, I think there are, pla- and you know that I hate bear canisters, but at the same time, I think there are places That can use them, and yeah, I think that there are people who are irresponsible enough to not follow the guidelines set forth by the park, and if you're forcing them to bring a bear canister and jam their food in there, then that, I think, is good, especially, yeah, like Yosemite Valley or Glacier National, where there are potential encounters with bears possible. I think these are perfect examples of where you might need them. Uh, If you, you you know, you're you're mentioning, like, you know, a preset camp, spots right and that's great for a precept camp spot but like what about all the people that want to like not stay at a camp spot and they want to go like off trail Mm. and all these other things um and they're not familiar with like how to like you know maybe they don't know where the bears aren't and they don't know what to do and they're not like great at like throwing the wire up over the branch and all that stuff for those people, maybe they do need a bear canister. So I think that's going to keep everybody safe. I think Ranger Annie would disagree or would disagree with you and agree with me on this one because, um, <laughs> you know, I think that, uh, you know, there are people who it only takes a small handful of people to, to, to mess everything up. And so I think for that reason, in certain parks, based on maybe bear traffic um, and, and location in the park that I think a canister should be
1: required in certain areas. Okay, first of all, I, I don't know that you have um, experienced the bear wire, so I because th- you don't you don't need, it's already slung up for you. Just you literally just kind of pull up your stuff onto the bear wire and just kind of dangles, and the bears can't get it. But whatever, the, I think your best point was you know what about the people that want to travel off trail? And my my last thought on that is if you want to travel off trail, you're typically going to go to an area where bears are not going to frequent because they want to frequent areas that are known backpacking inhabited areas. So. I say, don't bring a bear canister there either.
2: Wow. Well, this was a uh, this is a lively debate, and thank you for your thoughts on these. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. This is hard one. I mean, I, I don't know uh, who who decide. I mean, I guess this is you know my personal bias already being involved here with the bear canisters, but I really need to go <laughs> on how you guys argued your points, and um, I think though that uh, I think that Derek, I think that Derek won it on this one. Oh my because of we live in America and people <laughs> ah, he's People want to be able to go where they want to go, and but yet people are totally irresponsible. So you need to give them these canisters. Thank you. So that they can break the rules, but also keep the bears safe. So yeah, Derek wins that one. Wow, wow. Thank
1: Do you, you know how many people agree with you on that one, Derek, out there? Nobody. Ir- irrelevant. The arbitrator has ruled. Yeah. No, 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 no. You get the Deal point. I'm giving you the Deal point. Or Knowlton's giving the point, but um, I don't think anybody's no, don't, on your side. I, on that I disagree. One. <laughs> I, I don't like bear canisters, but at the same time, not everybody follows the rules, and not everybody's like responsible. I would argue. I would argue. You're not even on your side on that one, even though you chose to take that I side. think <laughs> that
0: you. This is a debate, so we got to choose a side, right? But uh, I just, you know. Defended the side that I don't even agree with better than the side that you do agree with. So, I mean, what does that say? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my god! Uh, is it, is right. this Knowlton how it's going to be one. if he, if Nolten chooses me, we're going to have like an extra debate after the debate? Is that... You know
2: that's how it's going to go, right? we can do that.
0: <laughs> I'm giving you credit. I just don't think you actually agree with what you're saying. When Carl loses something, he has to subtly insult you because he can't handle losing. And that's an insecurity that he's always had.
1: It's, it's okay. not, it's not subtle. I'm, I'm not subtly insulting so well. you. I am blatantly <laughs> insulting you.
2: We need Ranger Annie to call in <laughs> and just settle this between you guys.
0: We
1: do. Where is Ranger
2: Annie? I fear Ranger Annie. That One might day. have factored into why I just had to go that direction on that last question. But uh, in any in any case, mm. yeah, mm. that was well argued, Derek. Good job. And um, thank yeah. you, sir. Question number three. <laughs> you're going to have first dibs on this. Pay attention. Should gray yeah. you, Derek? Should gray wolves be introduced yeah. to the Colorado Rocky Mountains? Should gray wolves be introduced to the Colo- mm. Colorado Rocky Mountains? All right, Derek, you get first shot. Sure. Okay.
1: And really that should be worded reintroduced because they were already Yes, were that's already very there. true.
0: Correct. Correct. Yeah.
1: Um, thank you, Carl. I'll take the side of yes
0: on this one. I think they should be reintroduced okay. or to the uh, Colorado area because um, for a few reasons. One, I think it's good for the ecosystem. I think it, it causes mm. more of a balance. If there's a surplus of certain animals getting out of control, you now have a little bit of I'll use the term law and order within the uh, the wilds mm. um, as per mention from my research with the Yellowstone National Park and their wolves. So it creates more of a balanced environment with all the animals. I think it uh, also I think it's another way to like increase the population um, of safety areas for animals like that in the wild. I think there's a lot of areas where people are like in the nation where people hunt or kill or these animals are, are running out of room to live. Uh, anywhere, I mean, I have coyotes running in my street in my own neighborhood, you know. So if you can create another space for animals of this nature to be uh, free to roam where they want to roam in their natural environment, I think we should encourage that. And uh I think it's going to keep them out of, uh, you know, those California areas. So let's keep them over in Colorado anyway. And uh, Mm, that was was a little, you know, sly joke for you. And uh, I just think it's (laughs) going to be smarter overall because where are they going to go? You want to have a safe spot with a good ecosystem and it's going to create law and order. So there you
1: go. Okay. That's not, yeah, interesting. That's not the argument I thought you were going to make. More powerful? Is that too powerful? So I I wrongly, I I was unanticipatory. I don't know. Um, you
0: know, never underestimate your uh, opponent, Carl, you
1: know. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, so interesting. So this actually was on the ballot in November to for Colorado to, you know, should we reintroduce the gray wolves and it was very, very close. Like it was like one of those, you know, 51 to 49%. And it was a victory Oof. for the wolves to reintroduce them. And the majority of the people that voted for them actually lived in urban areas and are not going to even be around or, you know, in the living <laughs> conditions around the gray wolves. So there, and the people that voted, a lot of people that voted against them are the people that were going to be basically exposed to the gray wolves, the people that lived in the rural mm. areas. And so it was basically the, the urban people saying, yeah, you're going you need to have another dangerous animal living in your backyard now. And too bad because you don't have much of a say about it. So, uh, I think that is wrong <laughs> and ridiculous. And if you're just like, well, you know, they used to live here. Well, yeah, they did, but so did dinosaurs. So should we bring dinosaurs back and like reintroduce those to all the areas that dinosaurs used to live? I say no to that as well. And in terms of like, you know, the natural balance, um, you know, nature did its thing and they, they're not there anymore. So there's enough of a balance in most places in the Rockies where it is working. And selfishly as a hiker going into the Colorado Rockies and inviting you guys to come with me, do we want to be concerned about wolf attacks? No. Um dinosaurs are
0: extinct, wolves are not. Uh, Also, um, you know, I saw a lot of marmots uh, up at Maroon Bells. Not that not that saying that's near where they want to release the wolves. But where are you going to put these wolves? You're just going to throw them in the the Greenland tundra. Like, what are you going to do with them? Where do you want to put them? You want to keep them near the urban people? Is that what they want to do? Or keep them where they belong in the wild where they originally came from? It's pretty simple.
2: That was great. You guys had a great debate on that one. Really, a lot of passion, and I, I thought Derek at one point was gonna just gonna burst into free to roam, but um, <laughs> you know, talking about the wolves and the law and order that the the wolves bring. I mean, I thought it was back in in Nottingham with the the cartoon about Robin Hood and everything, because mm-hmm. um, I think there's a wolf in that one, right? Um, but yeah, I, I, it's hard because yeah, you've got we've got small kids, man. It's hard with with the wild animals out there. I lived in a kind of uh, area where I was afraid of mountain lions here, and then yeah, if you got to worry about wolves too. Right. Um, but I did. I don't know. I saw a picture of one. They're they're kind of fuzzy and cute, and um, too they're kind of a, a a beautiful creature. Rabbit hole achieved. I they're not yet extinct too. Like the dinosaurs <laughs> are dead. I don't think we should bring them back. But I think. I think we need the wolves. I think I got to go with. We we need to keep the wolves. Yeah. We need oh, the wolves. okay. Where are you They're cute. Them? Yeah, you got to let them free. They got to be free to roam. Free to roam. And they sounds
1: need, like sounds like point Derek on this one. It's a
2: point for Derek. Yeah. yeah, and and I think that people should be armed so they could like you know sh- like scare them away to train them to stay away from people. But um, but I know this is. Uh, I think this is this is kind of a controversial thing. Um, but the hunters need to hunt the wolves eventually later. So if they get out of control, then they'll have more to hunt later too.
0: I mean, if you think, have if you have bear spray, you can have wolf spray. Like, what's the big deal? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. That, um, totally. Yeah, I I would be more I would be more for the wolves if we simply just reintroduce them into the areas that voted for them. So like, let's just let them you know run loose in the Denver urban area, right? And absolutely, because the yeah.
0: they yeah, because they that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, okay, I'll move back to California. I'll move to, you know, the, the Bay Area. And I'm going to vote that they reintroduce the, uh, you know, person-eating rats into your neighborhood, Derek. And you don't have much of a say, and that we're going to release hundreds of thousands of them. Too bad. Makes no sense what you're saying right now, because
0: I, and Knowlton agreed with the masses. You know, the people need the animals to roam free. Period. So, okay, you'll have to absorb that. I might lose <laughs> this next debate. Point, but, uh, Derek. Fine. Okay,
2: number four. Is it okay to throw peels and apple cores into the forest?
1: Okay, so I understand that this violates the Leave No Trace guidelines, but if you're throwing something that's literally biodegradable and can grow in forests and you're throwing it out of sight so that it can just you know, add nutrients to the soil, I don't see a problem with this. So I'm gonna say definitely yes, you should be able to do this. And this should not really be that big of a problem because I don't think a lot of people are backpacking in with fruit more than maybe I don't know maybe they are. We don't typically mm-hmm. do that, so I think right. yeah anything okay. biodegradable that is that can be grown in the area that you're in and is out of sight, mm-hmm. so it's not even like a you know a visual eyesore. I think that that should be allowed, and mm. Mm. I okay. think that that's good for the soil. So I'm repeating myself. Sorry, go ahead. Uh,
0: okay, um, that was uh, that was cute. Um, Number 1, you started with saying you understand it violates a rule that you've talked about multiple times on the podcast of Leave No Trace. So let's just start there. Second thing I want to talk about is what is biodegradable, Carl? What does that actually mean? I think biodegradable means to break down something in the right environment where, you know, bacteria and fungus and microorganisms can properly pull this stuff and break it down and it can like naturally, you know, break back down into into the soil or whatever. Like like any plant-based thing mm-hmm. is going to break down a lot easier because it's plant-based so so going with that knowledge i mean if you're saying it's okay to like leave orange peels and banana peels uh like in the parks like first of all think of like yosemite national park where thousands of mi- millions of people go imagine if there's orange peels everywhere first of all let's just have that picture in our mind and then and then you have the knowledge of like you know what an orange peel can take up from seven months to two years to de- to biodegrade right an apple maybe like a month or two but an orange peel, a banana peel, you're talking like up to years. So imagine like years of orange peels from millions of people all over the park. number one. And I think number two, it creates a bad habit for those rule breakers, right? Because biodegradables, they're like, oh well, I got my my paper biodegradable, my plastic biodegradable. I could just throw this in there too. I could just if I can do the orange peel, I can do anything I want. Well, if you're gonna biodegrade something like that, it's gonna biodegrade, and there's chemicals that are also released into the environment, therefore mm. harm in the environment. So, in my opinion, this is an automatic yeah. no. And that's how I feel about it.
1: I like, yeah, I like that you made up some arguments and then kind of took them to the uh, to the degree that went far beyond what I was saying. <laughs> um, just, those are those are facts. So <laughs> for they're not laying everywhere. I said specifically that they're out of sight. And I don't think that people are including pl- plastics as the biodegradable. Uh, that is incorrect. No, I didn't
0: either. I'm saying it would create it creates yeah. bad habits for people. If you're if you're a rule breaker and you're throwing your appeals around, it'd be like, you know what? I can throw my plastic uh, fork around. My, okay. uh, it's biodegradable too. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to just throw their food around. Question. Rule breaking.
1: If you violate the uh, protocols of debate, does that give the point to the other person automatically? Because I'm trying to make my final comments and Derek's interrupting <laughs> me. So, I Paul, <laughs> I will uh, retract from speaking. Well, let Nolan decide that Proceed. one because I was not anticipating. i will be my one. I- I watched too many presidential debates. I apologize. I'll I'll pull back. Uh, Shouting me down is not a strategy, okay? So anyway, I was not referencing plastic or paper biodegradable. I was not referencing things laying everywhere. I said out of sight specifically. And we're not talking like styrofoam stuff. Like like we're just talking, you know, peels and cores. And I do like the stats that you included about how long it takes. But you know what? Um, In the span of time, that is nothing. So I think that is okay. Mm. so we're not we're, we're not, right, not yeah uh nelson what do you think you guys
2: great debate on that mm. a lot of passion derek you almost convinced me but i think carl had it on this one i mean this <laughs> the, you, you, your argument it's just <laughs> his opening line was i
0: know it violates leave no trace That's his opening line <laughs> i think
2: what you need to do is figure out like when when it the question was was not whether it violated leave no trace. It, it, the question was is it okay mm-hmm. to throw peels and apple cores into the forest. So by my judgment and because my judgment also might like violate leave no trace like I will jump in and wash my clothes without soap oh but just rinse them off oh in the oh, lake. Right. I will yeah, I not, I'm not going to pack out a banana peel or an apple core and I think um Carl made a very good point for that because mm. I, but it does bother me. I will, I will concede that I do think that all stickers should be removed and that it should be out of sight or buried, uh, just like so that it can decompose mm. and, and you know, properly and it should be an eyesore. So you had a good point in there, Derek. It wasn't enough to win the whole thing though.
0: Okay. I do like the out of sight. I, I guess I'm just have this picture of like millions of orange peels all over Yosemite. That's all.
1: It boils down to, this is your second argument where you simply don't have faith in people and <laughs> you assume the worst of people. So I don't know how you live life that way. That is a theme. That's not true at all. Yeah, that's not true at all. So I, I'll share that's, this though. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if this is gonna make you feel any better, Derek. But I, I will say that I agree with Knowlton that it should be two yeah. to two at this point. But I don't think I think the two that I've won, you probably should have won, and vice versa, in my opinion. But you know what? This is this is Knowlton's the wild card. That's an arbitrator issue, not yeah. not our, our issue. All right. Oh yeah, so. all right, yeah we'll one more. Forward. What what is it, Knowlton? last
2: question tiebreaker. when wearing a beanie all the marbles. are you guys listening when, yeah. when wearing a yeah. beanie yeah. is it better to put sunglasses over or under the beanie
1: mm. this is probably mm. the most important one yeah, easily
0: i'll go i guess i'll go first time uh i chose the argument of um i feel it is very important to put sunglasses uh under the beanie um, mm. and I'll tell you why, because, uh, you know, speaking from experience, um, there's a lot of us out there and this is where it gets kind of weird. Cause is, is it some or is it most, whatever, but there's a lot of us out there that, uh, struggle with, uh, keeping our sunglasses in check and not losing them. So <laughs> for me, like putting it under, it, there's a less likely chance that I'm going to lose it. Um, you know, and I can also feel them on my head. Whereas if I have them on the outside of my head on the beanie, what if I trip what if I stumble what if it falls down like a like a let's just say like a pouch of drink mix like you didn't even know it fell off right and then all of a sudden Mm. you have this you know your sunglasses in the wild and uh are those going to biodegrade I don't know probably not (laughs) so um I think you're just smarter to put them underneath but number one like why am I wearing a beanie if it's hot is it hot is it cold if it's cold put them underneath
1: okay Everything you said, I, I would say, was pretty highly intelligent until the very end. Where <laughs> is it hot or is it cold? The sun can be out and it can still be freezing outside. Are you God, serious? Pick it apart. God. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, you actually made some pretty solid points there. I would say that um, you're looking at it from the point of view of again of like you know safety and um, you know convenience. Maybe not convenience, but more safety. And so I would look at it from the point of um, you know, being a person of action. Are you, Derek, mm. a man of action? Rhetorical question. Don't answer. <laughs> so I'm curious <laughs> I'm curious if you are ever on the go where you have to, you know, pull your sunglasses on mm. or put pull your Pull your sunglasses off put them on really fast and just keep on walking Mm. without having to adjust and slide and you know yank them off from underneath the beanie then the beanie kind of covers part of your eyebrows you got to adjust the beanie and then you're just kind of constantly adjusting things when you're messing with your with your you know with your glasses and i just Mm. think you just want to be on the go just put them on take them off and make it go for it huh huh
0: um i like this uh shoot from the hip method you have there you know it's really, really really showing your passion yeah no re- no research um, whatsoever and you won too. so what does that say about me i don't know uh I'll, i guess i'll go with you know a man of action yes um uh, if i'm a man of action i'm out there on the trail and i'm hiking yes but i don't want to lose my gear and have the risk of it falling by the wayside and polluting the natural environment uh, it is not an orange peel carl it is not an orange peel so i'm just gonna leave it at that you want to protect your gear and okay. keep it where
1: you know where it is so <laughs> all right Nolton, before you decide who wins this one... Oh, I've decided. Can you at least... <laughs> can, okay, can you, sorry. Before you share, can you at least agree that it can be sunny out and still cold? That's not the whole yes. argument. That was like one point. It's not. I know. I know. I'm not saying it is because that was I, have, I have been in
2: the Himalayas when it's very cold and I needed a beanie. And it actually... You you need your glasses because your eyes will get burned. I, I Actually, there's a guy Ooh. who had to wear patches over his eyes because he didn't have glasses or he lost them maybe he didn't wear his beanie properly and uh, and so he actually sunburned his eyes and he had to cover them for like two days or something so because yeah. of the yeah because you're high up high altitude so yes but i do yeah i do agree that it can be very cold and very sunny at the same time
1: all right who who won who won number five and thus won the entire debate
2: no. I know it was a tie until this moment, but no, Derek, Derek took it because Daris! you did not want. Yes! You had a good argument, but if you're a man of action you're going to be bouncing and moving around and that's more likely for your glasses to fall off if they're on the oh, outside of your point. beanie. So your own argument true. worked point. against itself, Carl. Okay.
1: Okay. But just to clarify, Knowlton, do you, do you have your sunglasses under the beanie or over the beanie when you're wearing them?
2: I, because this is such a challenging issue and, and both neither is great. I do not put sunglasses on the out. If I put them on the outside of the beanie, are we talking the flip up here?
1: Don't start making up stories.
0: I mean, I put them on my shirt front okay. right there.
2: I do. You got to yeah. go shirt or you got to put him in a case yeah, because exactly. the beanie can't hold him on. The beanie's a, a ball cap can hold him up there. I'll, I'll share
1: that Derek, I actually side with you on number five. I just had to argue that. I know you side. Did. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hard one though for for yeah. the no side. You did. It's you did the one. best you could, Carl. I'm going to, I'm going to agree that Derek won this debate. Just. Yeah. I'll just. That's I'll big of that. you, buddy. That's big. Yeah. So well You're done. Really well done. And Knowlton. Knowlton. Nice job. That was, that was fair. Thanks guys. Yeah.
2: It was my pleasure.
1: I don't. I still. Okay. Okay. Derek won the debate, but the bear canisters won. Like Derek's Here thought process was all over the place. There. Here we
0: go.
2: Here we go. Wait for it. Go down I just the rabbit was hole. Picturing uh-huh. Ranger Annie. I mean, at some point, she's going to find me, and I mean, Tracking I. You. I don't want to. It could be just fear. You know, maybe it's like, you know, people imposing these bear canisters on us just to Mm. force us to live in fear. Mm. It sounds
1: like that Derek name dropped Ranger Annie and that was enough to convince you. So it should have been,
2: you know, yeah, it could be, it could be that there was no salvaging that one. How could you argue that with, I mean, some places there might, you might, you're going to need them, but the cable thing was good. Carl, that was a good argument. You
0: know, we call that Ranger Annie stuff prep
1: (laughs) preparation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh some of us don't shoot from them. no you, you're right you yeah you out prep me as well so noel to my friend thank you for being the moderator and thank you for your thoughts and anecdotes along the way always a pleasure to uh have you part of the podcast so um but we have a review of a backpack to get to right now so we're gonna say goodbye and um yeah hope hope to catch you soon on an upcoming episode my friend
2: all right well it has been a pleasure yeah. you nice guys job, and keep up the great work
1: all right, my friends. so I got a hold of a Granite Gear Crown 2 backpack, right. and I was actually looking for a new pack this year kind of, you know, for the trips I go on where I'm not bringing the camera gear. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I, I tested it out, and I got some thoughts. So before mm-hmm. I jump in, though, what like, generally speaking, what are you looking for when you're buying a new backpack okay. besides it being a day, a day pack? <laughs>
0: besides it being 32 <laughs> liters, 36 liters.
1: Um, I, I would say accessibility,
0: and I, what I mean okay. by that is, like, some backpacks come with like a bunch of pockets and zippers, and that's great. But sometimes they're not accessible. And I like mm, my okay. pack because there's like a there's like a, a giant side zip on the main compartment where I can just get something in the bottom real quick, and I don't have to like right. pull everything out. So yeah. I'd say accessibility, and I would also say uh, comfortability on the body. Okay. Like when you put it on, is it you know how does it feel when you're walking right. with the weight on it? So I think those are the top two. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. I think those are reasonable. Yeah. I mean, conference yeah. I think is never one for anybody. Right. One thing that I'm surprised some packs or a lot of packs still don't have is the, uh, hip belt pocket. So yeah, yeah, that's, I, yeah. Right. that's kind of the, I was kind of going on lines of accessibility with you, but so I'm going to, I got my likes and I've got my dislikes and really it's Ooh. mostly likes to be honest, because, um, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm straight up. I like this pack. So my current lightweight setup is like an old GoLite pack that I have, and right. this weighs about the same, but it has ten liters of uh, greater capacity. And I have run out of space in my Go light when I've tried to do a little bit too much with it. So um, this gives me a little bit more versatility with that. But mm-hmm. it does have this like pretty cool cinch down system that's not typical, where it's not just like a, a strap that just kind of cinches it down on the top. It actually you can actually fold down a lot of the material that's like the upper material. So if you do want a, a tighter, smaller pack, you can kind of, I guess, kind of like almost redesign it that way as needed. So I like right. that. Um, it right. weighs in around two and a half pounds with, with my you know large size uh, frame and large size uh, hip belt. So two and a half pounds, pretty legit.
0: No, that's not, I mean, for the size of the pack, that's, that's not bad at all.
1: Um, we talked in a previous episode about how some packs, those like side mesh pockets can't, like they're so tight they can't fit what you want them to fit, and so I actually mm. tested that to see, like, okay, like, how how much can this actually fit, and so I actually slid in some Nalgene bottles, so Ooh, for those of you that haven't figured okay. out to stop bringing those, they can fit Nalgene bottles, and they can, wow. yeah, they can probably fit some, like, a, you know, a set of tent stakes as well next to the Nalgene bottle, so. So it sounds like you're encouraging,
0: are you encouraging the Nalgene users, then, to, uh, I mean, it's only going to encourage them to bring
1: more Nalgene. Am I encouraging... So So you're you're suggesting that I might be encouraging Nalgene users at this point.
0: Well, if you're saying that it easily fits, you know, I mean, they're only going to be like, oh, I I said for
1: those that haven't figured out to stop bringing them. Well, they clearly haven't. That's why they're bringing them. I'm not encouraging them. I think it's been pretty clear over the course of the podcast not encouraging that. So I think think if you bring a Nalgene with this pack, you are undoing your weight savings immediately. So I disagree. I disagree. Yeah. But go ahead. (laughs) You don't bring Nalgene, (laughs) so stop it. I don't
0: like Nalgene's either. I'm not a fan.
1: Yeah, so the so for me, I, I actually have a tougher time finding finding a good fit on a pack, and this one fits me like a glove. So, uh, so thumbs up there. So here's my nitpick dislike, is mm, okay, the the color choices. I don't know. Do you care about color choices for pack? A little bit, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, give me give me some colors that you would, that you would not wear on a pack.
0: I mean, I'm not a fan of like brown. Okay. Um actually i actually for a backpack i'm not a fan really of black either okay um yeah probably brown black dark you know probably brown okay. or black
1: i the two most gotcha white yeah, I'm, white probably yeah white yeah white's terrible
0: what about uh pink or purple i mean uh i'd prefer those actually over brown or black
1: ironically yeah okay interesting i'm secure wow, that's um... i'm secure Wow, wow. So the one that I got a hold of was, uh, they called it Highland Peat, which I would describe as more like a, an olive green. And okay. it's not, I think it's, that might even be the color of the pack that you have right now. Is that what you have, olive green? No, mine's like a lime green. Okay. It's hmm. like a lime green, yeah. I think we gotta learn about our greens, because I, I, I think i We can um, talk about dark dark colors. and yeah. light, no. <laughs> Either way. um, So that's probably my, yeah, that's a nitpick. It does come, I think it comes in a black, so I don't think the black's gonna work for you, but maybe for somebody else it would work. So mm. um, my overall okay. conclusion is that I th- this is, I think the highest compliment I can pay is that I'm actually going to, I'm using this pack moving forward for, for trips where I'm not taking camera gear. This is my, my go-to pack. Wow. So yeah, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. So, I do
0: like the fact that you mentioned you can fold down the fabric that you're not using. And it's just not all. Yeah. I don't
1: know how to describe that better. Like it's not your typical way that you do that. It almost, it's almost like, kind of like a dry bag like i gotta i gotta show you that um okay. but i think you would like that because i know you you don't like having the excess space and and nobody likes having you know like it just kind of look kind of clunky with extra space right on top. So, right, right right yeah yeah you, you can great. obviously shave down some weight too if, you, if you're not a hip belt person if you don't want to bring the top right um the brain compartment so yeah the top lid but okay. um yeah so yeah we'll see how that works on our next trip but um you
0: think you'll bring the top compartment on that
1: I am a top compartment guy. Like just for organizational purposes, yes. But okay. if I was going All ultralight, right. if we were you know like fast packing or something, then, um, yeah. then that would be one way to shave it for sure. So, I'll show it to you. You tell me what you think. Okay. So you know, I'll, I'll kind of we'll do the rundown. When we're, we're together. So anyway, that's my that's my take on that. And I don't buy backpacks very often. So for me, this is a big deal getting like, a new backpack. Uh, my last one I got I think was twenty seventeen. Yeah. And that was, and then before that, it was like 2010, maybe, maybe earlier. So, all right, my friend, are you ready for Trivial Trivia? Do it. Right after this. So I call it Trivial Trivia. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's
0: always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? but after talking to them it all made sense there isn't one mint mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you to get this new customer offer and your new 3 month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com/waypoint that's mintmobile.com/waypoint cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com/waypoint
3: To get fifty percent off,
1: because we had we debated a couple of trivial, or at least one trivial topic, and so I, I've come up with a few more trivial sort of discussion points, and I've turned them into trivia questions. So that's the thought. So here we go. Three questions. Number one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when trying to reserve a permit, is it better to end on a weekday or start on a weekday? Uh, I'm gonna say start on a weekday. I feel like there's more availability. That is correct. Yeah, exactly. That is exactly yeah. right. So typically, yeah. it, the day that you start matters the most because you want to pick a day that's you know less popular, and then it's easier to get the days behind that filled in with the areas you're going to. So there's a strategy. And you feel
0: like there's a statistical. There's got to be like a statistical day where like,
1: like yeah, Mondays I'm sure Wednesday is probably to start Wednesday. on probably Monday. Yeah, probably Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or the.
0: I, I know for amusement parks. um, I've heard it's Wednesday Tuesday, oh, Wednesday. oh yeah, no I think you, yeah,
1: I think you're right about that, but with the backpacking, you're starting, so it's like you know that that means you're covering the week, so that's right. whatever person is taking the whole week off and not using the weekend to kind of pad things, so you know, holidays yeah. aside, like Fourth of July, Labor Day morally aside, but yeah, there you go, so correct true. Number, uh, one for okay. one next one, true, oh. or false, leaving footprints on a trail violates the leave no trace guidelines. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm gonna say false everyone everyone would violate that right that, if that was but scary. why is
1: it false leave no trace by definition right leave no trace of
0: uh artificial you know items right i mean your footprint is is your footprint but technically are we leaving a, fo- a trace yeah i mean we're blazing trails through right. wild places but that would be kind of counterproductive if they're saying it's breaking a rule
1: no, you could you could drag a broom behind you, right? <laughs> drag
0: a broom. <laughs> you know what you could do? You just put like a get like five or six of those, uh, you know, carabiner clips, and then just hang a Nalgene bottle from the back of your pack, and it can just drag <laughs> on the ground, clinking all the way.
1: <laughs> if you set it up right, you could use it as like a roller, and it just rolls oh, behind yeah. you. So, and
0: you're probably keeping away bears with all the clanking
1: of the uh, carabiners. <laughs> so it's <a> win win. <laughs> that might be the best thing you have said all episode. Yeah. Um we gotta try I'm sure somebody can engineer something. Uh Camel Cud's like a little he's gonna engineer. He he made the stickers necklace last year. Maybe he can engineer a yeah I don't know, a Nalgene roller to hide footprints on a trail. So a huge, challenge huge. thrown out there. Huge. Um Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the whole leave no trace thing I think is funny because just the fact that there's trails there is like one of the most significant traces you can make. Right. But I I get they're trying to have a catchy phrase, so whatever. But you are correct, my friend. That is false. <laughs> Definitely. Can you go three for three? It's been a while since you got three for three. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> true or false? When wearing underwear for more than three days in a row Here under constant exertion, you <laughs> run the risk.
0: To... <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I know you're poking fun at me because
1: of uh, something I said earlier. Oh, is that is that what you do? Sorry, sorry. I didn't. No, um, I'm just uh, go ahead. Responding. Okay. So, it, so more than three days in a row, under constant exertion, you run the risk of gluteal giardia. Gluteal giardia? Uh, <laughs> a I not a thing. I can't keep a straight face and say that. Sorry, <laughs> true <or> false.
0: <laughs> so not a thing. So either I feel like at this point either answer is correct. At this point, um, I'm going to either say answer. False. It's either true or false. We're talking. I about? know true could be true. False. I mean, tr- it's not a thing. So I'm going to say I'm going to say false because okay. Um, <laughs> you know if we're especially for getting either wet or it could either in be rivers. true or false
1: makes no sense oh my goodness
0: i'm saying because you're you're talking about something that doesn't even exist
1: right so you don't think that you could absorb giardia gluteally <laughs> <laughs> i can't even answer you right now <laughs> oh my
2: goodness
0: and you were you're talking to me about regurgia bags being horrible this is, I mean, that, that's a Wait, real that's thing. still worse
1: that's still worse that's a
0: beautiful beautiful false is know.
1: correct yeah well, let me ask this: What do you what do you do with the underwear after the trip? Do you, do you wash them? You just throw them away? You just burn them?
0: No, I'll. Uh, no, I usually wash them. I mean, if they're if or if it's like an older pair,
1: then I'll just chuck it. Right. I got some tidbits, my friend. Tidbit me. <laughs> okay, so um, you know we've been getting some reviews, and they come in different places, and I don't. I'm not a Facebook expert but Cortez from Missouri gave us a Facebook recommendation that was very glowing and positive Ooh. very nice from him I think I don't know if it was on the recommendation but he included a couple of pictures of himself as a backpacker and I would describe Cortez as um, a rocky style backpacker. He looked like he was loaded to the gills with some rocky style gear so really okay Cortez, thank you so much and uh, thumbs up to you and thanks for the Facebook recommendation. nice remember last year it was like almost a year ago where we got some crickets and cricket bars sent to us
0: oh i do i do
1: yeah yeah so we we had some people that leave some comments on some videos and I, I sent some across the nation really and beyond because uh jesse from youtube channel Backcountry Forward got got these and he videoed himself i think it was last summer he was he tried them and he made a youtube video about his experience with the crickets and the cricket bar and it's pretty funny so nice. um, i put it on the facebook page already i put it on there last week so if you want to yeah check out his video he it's pretty funny and i'll just say this he's he wasn't as excited about them as you were he wasn't really no Oh, but you, what did you like? You like the barbecue flavor ones. I right?
0: like the barbecue the barbecue whole
1: crickets. I, I think I had them last year yeah. too. I brought some with me. Um, those were actually yeah. good. Yeah. I actually like those. I think he, he and most people were grossed out just by the sight of them coming out of the bag.
0: Well, I mean, uh, what if your hamburger had an eyeball in it? You know, are you going to still eat that or are you going to not eat it? You know what I mean? So we're all eating animals. I mean, might as well just put uh, <laughs> a little barbecue
1: on them and uh, pop them in, <laughs> in the mouth. <laughs> what if your hamburger had a, that, is, that is the worst thought. I don't have a hamburger now. That's Thanks. The idea. Thanks, Derek. You're welcome. <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh anyway, check, check out Jesse's video. Um Jesse is just an awesome dude and he's got a great personality. So Awesome. That was great. That's all that I got, great. my friend.
0: I had fun. I hope you guys had fun too. I know Carl did. Uh we will see you next time, guys. And remember, you know, Carl is um He's trying to bring back the dinosaurs and apparently he knows how to do it. So look for that on the updates. We will see you on the flip. I want to fly around the world. So, yeah, I was like, Carl, um, you want to like release the wolves into the Denver population. I was like, he's like. I mean, you might as well start throwing them in the pet stores, too, you know, because if they're in the cities, you might as well start to get wolf pets, you know, and bring them around everybody, you know, that, that's, that's your angle, so, you know, I don't know, I'm worried about him, I'm worried about his debating skills, his prep skills, but
3: uh, onward we press, everybody, onward we press.